0: Bulldogs are banged up. Let's get the story now with the injury report presented by Celsius Essential Energy. Live fit.
1: All right, one hour down, one to go here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light, David Johnston, and Dax Langley, along with you as the dogs get set to take on tech tomorrow night over at. Bobby Dodd Stadium, and the uh, Bulldogs are about a 24-point favorite for tomorrow's game. Uh, Georgia in Kirby's first year lost to Tech, but the Dogs have won every year since then, except the COVID year in 2020 when the two teams did not play. So Georgia has certainly enjoyed some dominance in this series, and hopefully that will continue on tomorrow all right 800-849-1061 the phone number on the university tire and automotive fan line and let's jump back to the phones dax and check in with greg greg thanks for joining us here on university tire and automotive's bulldog friday night
2: hey guys i'm glad to listen uh i am an alabama fan uh, i enjoy listening at work to kirby like i did when bear Bryant and ray
3: person for coaches at alabama It's going to be my next Saturday. I'm going to the game. It's going to be the first uh, big game that really meant something for Alabama that I've
2: ever been to. So whether we win or not, I just want to,
3: you know, be a good game.
1: Greg, how do you feel about Jalen Milrow?
3: He's getting better. He could
2: have a Jalen Hurts benching hat. Well, this year I think
3: he's getting benched, but
1: yeah, I think he's probably out of those woods yet, but I mean, I'll tell you what, he has definitely, and so has Alabama, they've come a long way since the early season struggles and the, uh, you know, it's weird to think he didn't even play in that game against uh, USF and Bama won by just a couple of touchdowns, but he's really been good since then. Yes, sir. Well, Greg, thank you for the call.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: All right, appreciate it. Safe travels over to Atlanta next week. For that sec championship game that kicks off at four o'clock and uh it's i think you know dax georgia fans and, and I, I mean i get it we're almost kind of taking it as a you know taking it not t- saying taking it for granted but it's almost like you look at the 12 game regular season schedule and it's just lately just go ahead and tack on that sec championship game
2: yeah we've we've uh i mean we've really excelled at you know beating everybody in the east and 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 Kind of putting our mark on the East, uh, the last several years. Uh, that's something that you know we certainly weren't able to do in the '90s, and and uh, you know as much as we would have liked to, and with with Coach Rick, but Kirby's been able to make that a priority, and and uh, you know to go undefeated like we have is is pretty special. Um, we need to keep you know we need to maintain, and that's you know keep our foot on the you know on the gas. Uh, whether we win a third title or not, that's not the concern at this point. It's just one game at a time. But that would be certainly would be something special, you know, in the back of everybody's mind. They would love for that to happen. Um, but there's still some good teams out there, and we're just we're gonna have to play some good teams to uh, to get where we want to go.
1: So, back to the injuries for just a moment. Um, it sounds like Tate Ratledge is okay, I think. He had to come out of the game uh, yeah. last week. You know, it knocked uh, – he, he bumped his knee against another – is that another knee? Yeah. Is that what it was, I think?
2: Yeah, you've it, got Lads, you've got rah you've got – I guess um, – I'm trying to think. Uh, well, the, the defensive line's pretty thin. Yeah, and
1: it doesn't sound like uh, Pop's going to play tomorrow.
2: No, that, that that's a pretty tough injury to come back from. Yeah, just – Still, very probably a lot of pain and tenderness, you know, when you get a rod put in your arm.
1: Well, but uh, if McConkie doesn't play tomorrow, you'd like to think, okay, if you want to just be cautious with him and you'd rather have him back a little bit healthier for the SEC championship game than tomorrow. Certainly, though, not having him or Ra Ra. Does make a, uh, a a a dent in the depth, but then what we saw, you know, it was like earlier when Tom's like, who's the secret weapon? It's almost like Dylan Bell kind of feels like that for Georgia with what he was able to do.
2: Yeah, I mean Dylan's kind of a flex guy. You yeah, know? you mean exactly. You, know, you can you can hand him the ball, you can throw him the ball, you can you know get him out in space and throw him some screen a screen pass. You know, certainly he did, he's shown that he can throw a pretty good touch pass himself. But we just – you know, the receivers are going to have to step up.
1: Well, the uh, the dogs certainly – having Brock Bowers back has certainly been gigantic. Not that we didn't think it, it wouldn't be, but uh, his presence just uh, – even on plays where the ball doesn't go to him, the the defense still has to account for him. Yeah, they do. And that's what makes a big difference of having him in the lineup.
2: It does, and uh, I think we'll, we'll utilize him a good bit tomorrow. And, um, well, I hope as so. Much as, as much as as much as much possible. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, hopefully he continues to stay healthy. And, uh, you know, at what he calls 100%, because I don't think he knows anything but 100%. Exactly. Exactly.
1: All right. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. David Johnston, Dax Langley along with you. We'll uh, get back to it on the other side here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night, presented by Bud Light.
0: How does the opposition stack up tomorrow? Let's find out with the opponent outlook. Brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy.
1: All right, back here on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. Dave and Dax along with you. Rounding out the regular season, we will have the SEC Championship game next Saturday, which means a bonus edition of This show next Friday from 6 until 8, so certainly looking forward to that. It'll be the dogs taking on Alabama for the first time since Georgia won in Indianapolis to win the national championship uh, for the 21 season. And I know the... uh, the the boys at Bama are certainly excited to get another crack here at the uh, Bulldogs, but they got to take care of business. They got the Iron Bowl tomorrow. They don't want to overlook Auburn. No, and I know Auburn got blown out by New Mexico State last week, but that's what I call one of those trap games, and uh, it, it's not going to matter one bit tomorrow when they kick that game off at Jordan Hare Stadium.
2: No, it will. It'll be electric. It'll be exciting. You know, a lot of uh, what do they call it? Cross households. or Oh, yeah. Uh, I always you know, call houses divided. I, divided split houses. Out, yeah, exactly. Split houses yeah. with <laughs> Auburn grads and, and Alabama grads. Yeah. And they really like to get down on the plains for this game. And uh, obviously there's been some 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 miracle situations that they've been uh, fortunate to be in, not only with us, but the, the, the kick six and um, something – Always seems to to go Auburn's way. Um, I'm not sure they're quite quite ready for for that, but crazier things have happened, and uh, hopefully they can keep it close and wear Alabama down for us. Make them, you know, make them really have to play a, a tough game, you know, before next week.
1: Did you know much about Tech Coach uh, Brent Key before last year when he took over for no, Jeff Collins? I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's I like – I don't know him. He's done a – Personally. You know, for them, I think he's done yeah, – yeah, personally, he's done a really good job for them. Yeah, and they're bowl I mean, eligible. By the way, I see a couple of notes here. They're 4-2 and two against ranked opponents uh, since he took over and 4-0 and o against ranked ACC opponents, which yeah, is interesting. Yeah, they've,
2: they've won three out of their last four. They've beat North Carolina – you know, which was not an easy game, but they beat them forty six forty two. They beat Virginia. Was playing pretty good. Um, yeah. And gave North Carolina a heck of a game. Yeah, um, beat them. You know, beat them. Yeah. Lost to Clemson. Uh, pretty, pretty good. And Although it,
1: the Tigers have kind of gotten their groove back a little bit. They have. Yeah.
2: And then they go. Then they, they, they had Syracuse at home uh, last week and you know and pull that out 31 22 so you know they' they've got some confidence and uh you know their staff and their their organization is trying to point them in the right direction and give them confidence and, and encourage them to that you know this is this is one game for the rest of your life type deal you know what is what is Friday night Friday night lights say full heart can't lose yeah you know that's uh, that's the kind of thing that that uh, coaches like to say, you know, they're going to have to really come with with something special to to beat this dogs team that we have right now.
1: I think uh, we'll hear it in a second. I think, and I noticed he uses a lot of uh, a lot of like little cliche type quotes and everything, and but he did say something about are uh, We'll hear in a minute. But he said something like "pressure bust pipes," but it also makes diamonds or something like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's like yeah. He didn't want to uh, steal pressure as a privilege. <laughs> no, that one's already that taken. One, no one's already taken. So anyway, <laughs> uh, here is uh, Coach Key talking. I uh, believe this was his Monday uh, press conference when he was uh, talking about the game and answering some questions.
3: Big game coming up this weekend, uh, and yeah, it's a big game. It's not just the next game. It's the next game on the schedule. Uh, But it's a big game. It's our in-state rival. It's a chance to play for a state championship. Uh, It's a chance to to, to have bragging rights for a year. It's all of those things. It's kids that have played against each other growing up. Uh, And that's what makes rivalries great. And that's what makes in-state rivalries great. So we're all excited to continue our preparation this week and ready to play on Saturday night.
1: I know you talk about one game at a time and all of that. And you guys have achieved one of your goals going to a bowl game. Does it... Take some of the pressure off, maybe playing in this game. Now you guys can play a little more loose and just f- focus on. It. I know as much as you preach that, surely was in the back of the, the kids' minds. Hey, we need to
3: win to go bowling, to do this, to do that. But can you just play fast and loose now against the number one team? I hope the pressure never is off of me. I hope, I hope, uh, I hope they never take the pressure off of themselves. You know, some people say pressure pressure busts the pipe. I mean, it also makes diamonds and. You know, you, you grow under pressure. Uh, you thrive under pressure. I mean, these kids are Georgia Tech students. And, you know, we're Georgia Tech graduates, right? That's that's the world we live in. That's what we love.
1: You were part of this rivalry as a player during good times. I think you beat them three times. Is that correct? Yeah. Could you just talk about how important that was to you as a player at that time and to be, be part of that then?
3: Yeah, it, it, it's huge. It's tremendous. It, it, uh, the feeling uh, of winning that game receiving the governor's uh, trophy, uh, you know, to be able to – I mean, I've got one in my office now, and, and I want guys to see that. I want them to know what that is, right? I want them to understand the importance of this game. Uh, it's not just another game, right? When you come to the season, there's, there's two goals, right? There's a goal to go to the bowl game, right? And there's a goal to beat Georgia. And we don't come out and openly talk about what goals are. That's why last week I began to talk about a bowl game because that was time to talk about it. Well, this week it's time to talk about another goal, and that's beating Georgia. Is your goal to win every game Yeah, it's to win every football game but our true team goals are to go to a bowl game and to beat georgia i said in my opening press conference a year ago i said we'll work every day to beat the team on the other side of the state and that's what we're doing that's what we've done is work every day with that
1: along those lines does it does it bother you as an alum what's kind of happened to the rivalry here in recent years and then how do you sell to your players you know they're not just good over there they have they're bigger they've got more money more assets whatever how do you sell to them that that you can win this game. So first, the part about your thoughts about what's happened to
3: it and then how you how you sell the possible, possibility of victory. To so them. to answer your first question, you're damn right it does. Yeah, it does, right? Rivalries aren't one-sided. Rivalries are games that are able to play uh, competitive games between two teams. That's what makes rivalries great. Right? this is hands down one of the greatest rivalries in the country, right? Well, in order for that to be the case, outside of our scope, it needs to be competitive. Oh, well, that's on us. That's on us at Georgia Tech. That's on us to be able to go out there and compete right, for four quarters in the football game. So uh, as far as selling it to the team, we had another opportunity to play a game against our rival. Right? If, if, we gotta, uh, if you got to do that, you get got ice water running through your veins. With this game, how much are you able to lead on Buster just with his connection to Kirby and the staff? Zero. <clears throat> Zero. We got every game on tape from they've, they've played this year, every game they've played last year. Right? I mean, that's that is not something that really is takes place. I mean, they've got good coaches, they have good players. All right, we have good coaches, we have good players. Right? We're going to put a game plan together. They're going to put a game plan together. Right? Game plan, together, right? We've, you, you game plan off a of film. You, you, that's everyone thinks those things happen. They really don't.
1: So there is uh, Georgia Tech's head coach, uh, Brent Key, who took over last year on an interim basis following the uh, the departure of Jeff Collins. And Key did a, a nice job for them and then ended up getting the full-time job for them. And they've got six wins. They are bowl eligible. So no matter what happens tomorrow to them, they will still have another game to play. I will say this, though, uh, going back through the, uh, the Tech rivalry for the last 60 years, no Tech head coach since then has a winning record against Georgia. You have to go all the way back to uh, Bobby Dodd, and his last year was 1966. Bobby Dodd did have a winning record against Georgia, but against Vince Dooley, he did not win. So it's been uh, all Georgia in the series and, again, none of their head coaches have a winning record against the Bulldogs, and that's we're talking about George O'Leary, we're talking about Paul Johnson, uh, Chan Gailey, you name them. Then they have not uh, – none of them – not that they all didn't beat Georgia once or twice, but yeah, they, they didn't off, have a winning record.
2: They picked off a few games yeah. here and there and uh, had a lot of talent on some of those teams. Joe Hamilton surely did a heck of a job against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, Calvin Johnson was a part of that. You know, you can't you can't win every time, but uh we've done we've done very well against tech and I think that'll play itself out in the same way tomorrow.
1: Well if the dogs do what they do, it should uh, it should work that way. By the way, uh Haynes King and we talk about him, he has done a good job for them, but he is also, Thrown 15 interceptions. So, yes, 26 touchdown passes on the year, 15 picks. Carson Beck, 21 touchdown passes, only five interceptions. He's done a terrific job this year.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's he's uh, picked up where Stetson left off mm-hmm. and uh, has some pretty complimentary stats as far as passing. Uh, he's used his legs nicely. He's gotten us in the right plays. He's doing his job. Call it managing the game. Uh, that's what you need. You need someone that can manage the game. You know you don't you don't need a lot of points when Georgia's defense is playing the way they play. But we're putting forty points a game up, so something's going right.
1: And uh, last week in the victory over Tennessee, the Dogs scored ten in the first, fourteen in the second, and fourteen in the third for the uh, total of thirty eight points. Georgia has played 44 quarters this year, if I'm doing my math right, 11 times 4, 44 quarters, the dogs have scored in 39 of the 44 quarters this yeah. year. It's it's incredible how good and consistent the dogs have been on offense and and I know it's Carson Beck, I know it's Dejon Edwards, certainly having a uh just a, a just a generational player like Brock Bowers, but Mike Bobo, and congratulations to Mike. He's I think one of the semifinalists for the Broyles Award. Yeah. He's been terrific this year.
2: He has been, and uh,
1: and I know you've known Mike for I've a long time. Mike Y'all are friends. And I know you're happy for him. Happy
2: for him, and you're certainly happy for the for the team. Um, happy for Kirby. Happy for the staff. Uh, everybody that's that makes up Georgia football in that building, and you know in the Butch Building is 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 on the same page. I've said it so many times. That that was Kirby's intention when he got here was to was to put a plan in place and work that plan, uh, work in the right direction and have everybody on board from top to bottom. So uh, he's proven to do that. Tomorrow is just another uh, step in, in in that plan. Um, he really does break it down game by game, you know, play by play. Do your assignment, do your job. Play for each other. Play for Georgia. And uh, good things will happen.
1: The dogs and Tech coming up tomorrow night, 7.30 kickoff. Georgia trying to put the finishing touches on its third straight undefeated regular season. And Georgia, the big favorite tomorrow. All right, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Dave and Dax along with you on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by
0: Bud Light. What are the highlights of this weekend's schedule, both in the SEC and around the country? Find out with a Weekend Roundup, brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve.
1: All right, back here on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. 24 hours from now, 7.30, the dogs and Tech. And then it's on to the SEC Championship game, where, by the way, the early number it's actually gone up it was four now Georgia is a 5 point favorite against mm. Bama uh it's what uh what my little the little public, birds the out public, there in Vegas are telling me the public is starting to speak <laughs> yeah cuz it was four so yeah. we'll see what it does next week but yeah uh Georgia is a four I'm sorry 5 point favorite now over over the uh the Crimson Tide tomorrow night's game Georgia's still minus twenty four, so the dog's a twenty four point favorite. Uh, that's been a solid twenty four all week uh, long, Dax. had not really moved at all.
2: What's the uh, over? Uh,
1: it is. I'll round it up to sixty. Okay. It's fifty. It's fifty nine and a half, but I'll round it up. So, so, by the way, if we do the over under and the point spread, uh, Vegas is telling us that Georgia will win. Let's see, thirty plus twelve is forty two. And thirty minus well forty two to eighteen. Does that mm-hmm. sound about
2: right? I think we can put forty on them. That's what we've been averaging. That's what we're, you know, that's that's a, a common number for us and yeah. our offense. And uh, I don't see much of that changing. I'll take uh, forty
1: two to eighteen right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right this very second, I will do that. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's get to. America's favorite pastime, by the way, we'd love to hear from you, 800-849-1061 on the university tire and automotive fan line, the biggie, which it has been on rivalry weekend for the last few years, the Ohio State and Michigan game, Michigan, the home team, the three and a half point favorite, and when we play money line backs, we're not talking about the point spread. Dax just tells us who's going to win straight up. Dax, Michigan hosting Ohio State. Who
2: wins this game straight up? I like Michigan at home. Yeah. I do. I think Michigan's really, you know, that run game and in in combination with, was it J.J. McCarthy? Yep. You know, he certainly can move the ball downfield. They've got athletes everywhere. They're good on both sides of the ball. So is Ohio State. I think Michigan – Continues to win this rivalry again this year, as they have the last couple of years.
1: Three in a row won't sit very well with the Buckeye fans. No,
2: it won't. But uh, you know, Ryan Day's a, a good coach, and and where do you where do you go from Ryan Day? You know, I mean, yeah, I know. Who's, who's the next great coach out there who could lead Ohio State? Who knows? But uh, you know, Ohio State's gonna give it give it their best shot, and miss, but I think Michigan's just got a little bit of an edge on them.
1: So you like Michigan to win straight up. All right, moving on to number 5, Florida State at Florida. And this may be a game, I know for Florida State, uh, uh, Jordan Travis is done for the season. I don't know what Graham Mertz status is for Florida, but the Seminoles are a seven-point favorite at Florida tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Dax, who wins this game straight
2: up? So they both could be playing with backup quarterbacks. Yep. I think Florida State pulls that out. I think they've got a good, pretty good backup quarterback. He hasn't seen a ton of action, but
1: is it Rodemaker? I believe yeah. is his name.
2: Yeah. You know, I think Florida State's defense is pretty stout, and uh, they've got good athletes. Florida's still trying to figure out who they are, even this deep into the season. So I'm going to go with Florida State.
1: Florida State to be undefeated. To play Louisville next week in the ACC championship game where the early line on that one, just in case you're wondering, is Florida State minus five for a game that'll be played up in Charlotte. All right, Dax, I know they're a big favorite. Oregon tonight, one hour from now, hosting their arch-rival Oregon State, and we have already talked about the Civil War uh, Oregon is a two-touchdown favorite, 14-point favorite. Does Oregon State have any chance?
2: Nah. Okay. I think Oregon takes care of business there. They've been putting points up. Hopefully they can play a little bit of defense, and but they'll get the job done.
1: I like that answer. Does that have any chance? Nah, they have no chance. I don't think they do. (laughs) Well, they are. I mean, Oregon is a two-touchdown favorite at home. And Oregon State's coming off that very emotional game last week against Washington. Mm -hmm. So that might have taken its toll. I was checking to see what the, uh, the Longhorns of Texas are favored by. Just out of curiosity, they're hosting... Texas Tech. I
2: think it's fifteen and a half.
1: Yeah, I knew it was like in the in the big numbers there, or in the again around the two touchdown favorite number there. But uh, Texas uh, hosting uh, again one of their their arch rivals, and that moves us on to the Iron Bowl, where Bama is about a two touchdown favorite at Auburn. Does Auburn have any chance? Any chance?
2: Ah. Uh... God, I'd love to see Auburn beat Alabama, but <laughs> it's hard Not to tell. It. It's hard to tell in that game. I think Alabama walks away with that. So, uh, and you know, as as the game goes on,
1: I've had people ask me this question this week about, let's like betting, and they'll say, "All right, explain this to me." Auburn just lost to New Mexico State at home by twenty-one points. Now, Alabama is coming to the same place, but they're only favored by 14 points. Right. How do you, like, how does, why is that? You would think they would be a 28-point favorite. Right. But it doesn't work that way.
2: No, it doesn't work that way, and, you know, uh, those people out in Vegas are a lot smarter than us. (laughs) Yes, they are. uh, Yes. They they feel like Alabama's going to win outright and probably win by a couple of touchdowns, which pretty much could happen as you go, Deep into that game. I think Auburn can keep it close and keep it exciting. Uh, you know, maybe a court for, you know, to the half. But crazy, crazy things I know, happen in that I know. We'll That's see. Sure. All right. By
1: the way, thank you to Annika for reminding me. The uh, The Dogs beat Winthrop 78 69. So uh, Georgia wins over at Stegman Coliseum today, knocking off Winthrop by nine points. Uh, Noah Thomason led the way with 24. So good news there. From Stegman Coliseum. All right, we'll take a quick break at 800 849 1061. This is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light.
0: What do the Bulldogs have to do to get the win tomorrow? Let's find out with the keys to the game. Brought to you by University Tire and Automotive in Athens and Danielsville.
1: All right, it is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. Dax, if you don't mind, before we get to the keys of the game, I didn't get to finish Moneyline Dax, you know, and I I need to know this stuff from you so I can uh, get ready for uh, tomorrow and uh, later on tonight, but you've already mentioned the Oregon game. Uh, So before we get to the keys of the game, I did mention, or I don't know if we've mentioned, but uh, uh, Dax very high on Missouri today and they took care of business at Arkansas, 48 to fourteen, uh, here I'll ask you a question: Is Missouri the third best team in the SEC? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so yeah, too. Absolutely.
2: They've they've had a fantastic year, and um, I like the Drinkowitz guy. I mm-hmm. mean, I think he's a he's a good good guy and uh, has good intentions. And it's good to see it's good to see him do do well. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, he has had a. An unbelievable year. The Tigers have had an unbelievable they'll
2: go, year. They'll go to a nice bowl. They're or... going to go
1: to a New Year Six game. Yeah, for sure. They're 10-2. Their only two losses were to LSU and Georgia. Right. So uh, quite a season there for uh, Missouri. Uh, Dax, Kentucky, tomorrow at noon at Louisville. Louisville's going to be in that ACC championship game next week against Florida State, and they're about a touchdown favorite. Who do you like
2: in that one? I like Louisville. Louisville can put points on the board and they have got a good thing going. So I like Louisville there.
1: You know what else they've done this year? They've covered. Yeah, they have. And uh <laughs> you know what they say? Good teams are see uh good teams win, great teams cover. I'm not saying they're a great team, but uh teams that cover you got uh, they just kind of leave uh, a little bit uh, of an impression on you. All right, by the way, also at noon tomorrow and I'm sure their fan base isn't happy about this, but LSU is playing host to Texas A and M, and LSU is. Uh, what let's see what I was trying to find that latest number on on a uh, LSU and A and M, which is weird for those two teams to have that. Uh,
2: Probably pretty that
1: Early kickoff, yeah. And um, I would think. And why everything is failing me here? Why is all that not uh, happening? But anyway, for some reason I'm not getting the. I'll get it here. But do you like do you think AM has any chance no. to win this game?
2: I think L S U rolls. Okay. All
1: right. I I do too, but I just wanted to uh to to double check with you there. All right, I had it earlier in the week I had LSU minus eleven. So yeah. I don't know what it is now. But anyway, yeah, I think that that's one low. LSU wins. Although they don't like playing those those noon games. Uh tomorrow night at Williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia, place you've been a few times, mm-hmm. played there before. Clemson and the Tyler—they've turned things around, and they are on a nice little winning streak here. They're a seven-point favorite at South Carolina. The Gamecocks have to win this game to get bowl eligible. Dax, who wins this game, straight up?
2: And then Clemson. You like I the like, Tigers? I like the Tigers. Little yeah. revenge from last year. A little revenge, and and uh, they'll take care of business. You know, South Carolina will still be searching for something. To hang their head on.
1: Hey, they can win the game. They've beaten their arch rival and they're back in a, in a ball game. All right, for like in thirty seconds, real quick, on our keys to the game. I know it's always we do kind of the same thing every week. Haynes King has thrown fifteen interceptions this year. Georgia pressuring him, getting him uh uncomfortable. Is that is that the biggest I key of like night? And obviously running the ball.
2: Yeah, you know, just keep uh Haynes in check, you know, keep Don Blaylock in check. I think we need to blitz a little bit. I think we need to run the ball, Coach Bobo. Run the ball, Coach Bobo. Run the ball, Coach Bobo. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people. You've would been texting be that,
1: that during the whole show, so hopefully <laughs> right. he'll get the uh, he'll get the he'll get the the meaning of what you yeah, mean Yeah, And, there.
2: and uh, you know, just let's let's get behind that big line and and push him around and and play some bully ball and and uh, rack up some yards on the ground that'll certainly open up some passes and hopefully there'll be some big plays and we can put them away early.
1: Sounds good to me. All right, Dave and Dax along with you. It's University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Uh, congrats again to the uh, Georgia basketball team. A 78-69 win over Winthrop. Uh, from some of the games going on from uh, earlier today of note, you had uh, Oklahoma over TCU 69-45. to
2: Mm, That's a lot of points.
1: A lot of points. That's the old ouch. And uh, that's Oklahoma's last regular season Big 12 game. Their next conference game will be next year in the SEC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Iowa 13,
2: Nebraska 10. Yeah, that was a boring game. (laughs) I I couldn't stand to watch it. I bet a lot of people were sweating that one out, though, don't you think? Oh, yeah, they were For for reasons
1: that uh, we won't really get into here. But uh, Iowa wins, and they'll be playing... Either Ohio State or Michigan next week in the Big Ten Championship game in Indianapolis, and uh, mentioning that uh, Missouri beat up on Arkansas forty-eight to fourteen. So that yeah. is
2: Arkansas just really could not get it going this year. No, yeah. it was
1: a rough year for for Coach Pittman. Although I believe they, to, they did say he's coming back. Yeah, next year
2: they had to fire their offensive coordinator. Yeah, you know that's never that's never no familiar.
1: not at all but that's what happens sometimes. Uh Texas and Texas Tech, I don't my scoreboard here's not showing that they started even though I thought it was 7:30, but we'll check on that one. And again, uh 8:30 tonight, Oregon State at Oregon, so that one should be uh, a good one there. Is Oregon has to win to stay in the uh playoff talk, playoff hunt, all that
2: good stuff. Right. I was going to mention don't don't be surprised if uh if tomorrow's game tomorrow night doesn't get a little chippy. I think uh <laughs> there's been a little bit of rhetoric you know from the from the flats and um,
1: do you think someone I, asked me this earlier it might be a little less chippy because they're bowl eligible and they don't want to get kicked out I, of the game and not go to a bowl game I don't we know. saw the guy for tennessee last week spit in brock Bauer's face right which was really uncool, obviously, and we, you know we don't need any of that tomorrow for sure
2: No we, we we don't we don't need to you know we're but I think Tech will will certainly try to uh, try us in that area. Um, we saw what happened last time when George Pickens got a hold of that boy. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was the swilling uh, it was from Tacoa, it' was one of the swillings. Yeah. Yeah, and the that's a great tech football family. I'm glad
2: he. I'm glad he walked away when he did. Yeah, Um, you know, there's been fights in this game when Coach Goff was coaching. I mean, there's been fights in the stands and.
1: What was the game where where? Yeah, uh, I I think it might have been the year before you got. It was ninety one or not the ninety three. I
2: think it was ninety
1: one. Okay, it was before you got there, but I was down on the field towards the end of the game when the fight broke out <laughs> and uh that was uh
2: coach Goff was throwing people around He like did. Rag, like ragdolls
1: he all of a sudden he uh he got uh, a little bit of that adrenaline going and uh that was uh, but it's still when you're down there in the middle of it it is a little bit scary and uh just you know you hope that's not the case in these rivalry games where we see stuff like that but tech has been known to uh, you know, at least it's a lot better now that they're not running one of those option offenses where right. they're jumping that at was, that was, legs and
2: ankles. That was tough on on us for yes. many years.
1: Yes, indeed. All right, let's take a break. Dave and Dax along with you will come back and wrap it up here. It's University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Um, I'm looking at. Right, we'll get out of here in just a moment. Georgia's game notes. And I know there's a discrepancy in World War II. There's a couple of games that Georgia <laughs> says shouldn't have counted. Uh, Georgia says they lead the overall series against seven uh, against Tech, seventy to thirty-nine with five ties. Tell me if I'm reading that. In the tech notes, it says Georgia Tech leads 70-41 to 41 with five times. Obviously a typo, but that is very, very false information Fake on the news. those lying cheating news. tech people. They think the, the notes, even trying to sneak that one in there. So anyway, Dax, enjoyed it tonight. We'll yeah, see man. you next Friday back here for the uh, SEC Championship Edition. I look forward to it. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much to Stephen Lang. Studio control, also Evan on the phones, and Annika hanging out with us too. Did you learn anything? All oh, you have to just say yes or no. Yes. Oh, see, oh, see, that makes Stephen feel good, and uh, great to hear from your your dad as well. All right, we got to run. Have a great, great rest of your weekend. Georgia and Tech coming up tomorrow night, a seven thirty kickoff, and then next Friday. Back here from 6 until 8. Have a great weekend and thanks for joining us here on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Go Dogs. Go Dogs.
0: You've been listening to University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Join us here the Friday before every game to talk dogs. This has been a production of Cox Media Group Athens, Atlanta.